Ladies and gentlemen, pour yourself a cold one, pour yourself a warm one, and get ready for the sports project. I am Peter Meech, as with me always, my co-host, Breck Lee Snyder. Breck Lee, huh? Is that your middle name? No. What is your middle, middle name? Fuck would it be Lee? Just Asian. <laughs> All right, let's not be racist, Breck. I'm not being racist. Let's not be racist, Breck. You called me Lee. (laughs) What's your middle name, though? Now I'm curious. Breck Anthony Snyder. Nice. Nice. Breck Anthony Snyder at gmail.com. Let's go. I don't have one. Really? Mm -mm. I would have guessed Susan. Oh, oh, fuck you. Or or Marie. God, you're such a bitch, dude. (laughs) Peter Marie. All right, before we get sidetracked too far, let's talk about your trip. To Tennessee, playa. Um, what did yeah. you do? Where did you go? Pete, it's, you're obviously rusty because we need to talk about our social media as well. Uh, we could do that at the end. Why? People still need to know where to find us. Yeah. Touche. What's the name of our shit again? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the at project. the sports project. See. Underscore. No, at. If I just. Oh, oh you don't. You found it right there. there. The underscore sports project on Instagram. On Instagram. And what do we even put this thing on? Uh, everything. Everything. Yeah, it's on you everything. Can it you can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on all your favorite podcasting avenues. So with that being said, we're really rusty at this. It's been a minute, dude. Yeah. Welcome back, dude. Yeah, man. Welcome back. How dirty, you feel, bro? Dirty office. Mm-hmm. It gets dirtier every time, bro. We're supposed to clean this thing up, and it's supposed to be flying, but well, we got plenty of room to talk. Yeah, that's uh, that's what happens. Um, I'm good, man. Just uh, doing keto, trying to be a slim bitch. Breck's over here f- treating them hips nice. Mm-hmm. Getting them right for the summer. Trying to show off to all those dudes. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying to get some free drinks. <laughs> You'll catch Breck at the gay bar on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Or just the bar. Doesn't matter. Anyways, um, what were we talking about? How was your trip to Tennessee? What did you do? Did oh. you do any sporting things? Of course. I assume you did. Maybe, of course. Maybe not. Uh, Tennessee was good. Uh, so I went there for work, and I got there a day early before I actually needed to be there. And... Um, Ended up going to a Nashville Sounds baseball game. So they are a triple A team, kind of like the Bees, a triple A team for the Texas Rangers. So figured, I'm like, fuck it, might as well go. I landed, I got in my hotel, and then it started like 30 minutes later. So I got a lift and went over there. And it was dope, man. The stadium's like way nice. It's called First Tennessee Park, and they have like, there's all sorts of um, shit around the stadium that you can do. Like mini golf, and uh, they have like just a ten dollar admission ticket where people can come in, and just hang out, and hang out in the pavilions, um, in in the outfield, not necessarily get a seat, and then I don't know, there there's uh, we'll call it swag. That's gay, but swag, swag, is is pretty dope. So I picked up this shirt that I'm wearing, beers and baseball, and then it's very classy. Yes, you know me, and then. Uh, got a hat as well. So, but I mean, it's always a goal for me to make sure that I hit like a stadium if I have an opportunity to, whether it's a pro stadium or um, even just a minor league. But again, it's like the AAA team for the Rangers. So a lot of these dudes have actually seen some MLB time, and uh, the stadium was actually uh, their scoreboard was 
uh, a guitar uh, in the shape of a guitar. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, let me show you real quick. Oh, Music City. That's why. That yep. makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Oh, Would you fucking look at that? Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Uh, and they definitely own it. I wonder it how much there. that cost. I don't know, It's been a pretty penny to get a, a something shaped like that. Yeah. But you can see there's the clouds yeah. rolling in. It was pretty dope. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, and what's funny, though, is I was... We'll know, post that on the Instagram if... Anyone wants to see. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that's really cool is all the people that I was talking to out there saying, you know, I was letting them know I'm going to be going to a Nashville Sound game. I'm pretty pumped. And they're like, oh, minor league baseball is my favorite. So give me, like, what's the order of it? So minor league is double A? So minor leagues are, you know, anything that's below major leagues. Okay. Uh, but so having, that's like the B team and the uh, MOB is so the A team. It, well, it's like their farm system. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it, like the Raptors, for example, they're in the Pioneer League, which is rookie ball. So you'll see a lot of guys that just got drafted in the Major League mm. dr- Draft a few weeks ago. They're like 18, 19 years old. Some are straight out of high school. Some are in, you know, we're in college this last year. And they'll go to teams like that. And then you work your way up. You go through A ball, single A, double A. Uh, and then triple A, and then you're in the major leagues. So, like, to get to the major leagues is is pretty tough compared to, like, any other sport, whereas, like, football, you know, you get drafted, and if you're, like, number one draft pick overall, you're going to be playing the next year, right? Versus mm-hmm. baseball, you could either be playing at the major league level in, like, three or four years, maybe, if you're really good, or even if you're drafted number one overall, you may never see a major league field in your entire career. So one of the things that that I dig that you do is, like, I feel like every time you go to a baseball game or you go to, like, a stadium, you always make it a habit to, like, get, like, a hat or something. Sometimes you even you usually get, like, a ball for your kid, right? Yeah, so... But you always get a hat, too, right? Yeah, like, I always try to get a hat. Like, I'm a huge hat why guy. Why do you do that? I'm just a hat guy in general, and... Um, for whatever reason, like I love their colors. It's just red, white, and blue. It's simple, but America. Uh, America. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, I love getting hats. I have way too many. Amber's probably like, "Fuck you! Why are you buying more hats?" But um, I got their alternate hat. They have their home, their away, an alternate, and then a, a second alternate hat. And this one was it's like a blue uh, blue cap, and then white in the front, and then it has like a red bill. It's pretty dope. What's what would you say is your favorite hat of all time? Baseball hat. Hmm. Can't say Yankees though. I don't know, man. I got a lot of cool hats. Um, honestly, like last year, I I don't even know where the hell it went. I ended up losing it, but I got a Colorado Rockies hat, and it's black with like purple and like silver lining, and then the bill is purple. That shit was dope. Um, the I Raptors really, one was pretty cool too. The which one? The Ogden Raptors. I know, but I got two of them. I can't the, remember which one. The blue one, was. one or like the American flag one? The blue one then. Yeah, the the blue one's dope. Uh, I love their colors. Like it's a Well the logo's like literally a raptor too, right? It's mm-hmm. kinda cool. It has like an O and then a raptor going through it. Um, and then yeah, I got their Fourth of July hat last year. And that that's something I always try to do as well is um, get uh, the Fourth of July hats for at least one team. Last year I got it for both the Yankees and then the Raptors. Um, and then just curious to see what they come out with this year. But I even follow, like, I have a, I don't know, a homie, I guess. Don't even, never even met the dude, but 
He runs like a hat page on Instagram, and I helped him get one of those. He's got a few Ogden Raptors hats. He's based out of Miami, uh, but just collects hats like crazy and hit me up and said he wanted one and ended up buying it for him, and he Venmo me money right there on the spot and sent it over. Huh. He covered shipping. So, yeah, he's just a, a pretty cool hat collector, and um, like I said, he's got a lot of Florida stuff since he's based out of there, but... Did you get anything in return? Um, no, I mean, he no. covered shipping. All I had to do was just pick it up for him. Um, if there's ever, like, uh, like Marlon's hats or anything that I want, he said, just let me know, and he could get it. Be you know, a lot of these hats, you can't get them. They're only, like, at the stadium. At like, the stadium yeah, or, or... Miami exclusive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th- that's, you know, I, I love collecting the hats. I always wear, like, a different hat pretty much all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, the baseballs... It started with uh, Cannon trying to get him. I want to make sure I got him like a ball to every stadium that I went to. And this is like well before Nixon was even thought of. But now I'm starting to get Nixon some as well. So he Nixon has a... Well, Cannon's got quite the collection of baseballs. Yeah, he's got quite a few. He's probably got like eight or so right now. Uh, like Giants, San Francisco Giants, Arizona Diamondbacks, um, Yankees... The, now the Nashville Sounds. Nixon has one from the Sounds as well. Uh, but yeah, there's that. that's just my goal. Every time I hit a new stadium, I want to be able to do those few things. The goal is to try like a, a beer there as well, but since I'm on fucking keto right now, I didn't get a chance. I gotta, hey, again, bro, you looking good. Not like, it's those Michelob Ultras. Michelob Ultras. You looking slim and healthy, girl. Trying, man. But, yeah, so now, and then Thursday I'm going to a Bees game, first one of the year. They, they have some new hats that are out, too, so I might pick one up, um, maybe even a ball. Because I don't think, Cannon has a ball from when they were the Buzz, actually. I don't know if you remember that. Salt I Lake don't. Buzz. I didn't even know that. Yeah. This was, like, in the mid-90s, late-90s. Um, let's see. They used to be called the Buzz, and then the, I can't oh, and the oh, Stingers. Damn. And the Stingers, that's what they used to be called, after the Buzz. Damn, that's a sick hat. That, that's a way sick hat. Uh, yeah, I have that Buzz hat as well. And you can see like the throwback jerseys and stuff like that. They're pretty cool. Uh, so they do like throwback <laughs> games. And then I even have a Salt Lake uh, Gulls hat. Uh, What's that? Salt Lake what? So they were at one point in time, I think they were called the Gulls back in like the 70s. And they do a, a Salt Lake Gulls night every once in a while. G U L L S, not G O S. Okay, G U L L S. Damn, that colorway is sick. Yeah, it's kind of so like a like, Miami color. Yeah, Miami. Um, the like orange with like teal. Yeah, those are. Sick. Oh, dude, that is a sick logo. Yep. Right there, that retro. So they have like the orange, and then the S L looks like a St. Louis logo. But yeah, they they do a lot of cool stuff, and they keep hmm. people pretty entertained. They do like a jazz night and stuff, and they wear like. Uh, jazz unis that are turned into baseball shirts and shit like that. So, um, there, there's a, a jazz jersey with like. Does that, that, do they actually wear that in the game? Yeah, like. Yeah. The, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, I, I think that's why people like minor league baseball though, is because they do a lot of fun shit like that and keeps people engaged. And you know, there's there's teams everywhere versus like the big teams which are in like huge markets and stuff like that, right? Like, I think the only like pro team. In Nashville is the Predators. So other than that, it was uh, which is hockey. I think other than that, all they have is baseball, hmm. and then Vanderbilt, which is a really big baseball school. So no, isn't don't they have? Uh, what about the college? 
Um, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Their baseball team. I mean, yeah, other than like college sports. College sports are just like king down there. So, um, yeah, I'm just hoping to add more to the list now. Dope, dude. That's awesome. Well, to transition to that, I actually got to go to Portland a few weeks ago. We really wanted to go to the Timbers um, LA game. It, it was the first time they reopened up the stadium after they did some like facelifts to it. Um, I think they added What's like. What's the name of the stadium? I can't remember for the life of me. Look it up. But they added like 5,000 more seatings and they made like some structural changes since it used to be like an old, an old arena and they updated it. Um, to fit the timbers, but it's super hard to get Providence Park. Yeah, Providence Park. It's super hard to get your hands on some tickets unless you're like willing to fork up like hundreds of dollars. Really? Yeah. And every game is sold out. Like every single game is sold out. I think it used to be oh, like damn. a baseball stadium, but they updated it to be like the soccer stadium. So they've done like a really cool job with like how they've accomplished that. And it really kind of has like, it kind of reminds me of like, some of these like uh, German teams, right? Like the stadium in itself, it kind of has like that German vibe you, to me. You can see how it was a baseball field mm-hmm. for sure. But it's kind of cool how they transformed it into a you know soccer you know stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool part was was like at the the thing that was kind of like shocking for me was just to see like the soccer culture within there. Like I still think you know maybe this is me being naive. I still think like the Portland Trailblazers are like number one, but like I feel like. Timbers are like the more talked about team, you know, like they're definitely every game is sold out. It's almost nearly impossible to get a ticket. Everyone's always talking about it. And it's like it's for the city itself. It's a huge deal. Everyone from every Uber driver we went to to like the people that we stayed with that, you know, told us about the Timbers. Like everyone's like, yeah, the Timbers is the big deal here. Like Timbers is number one here. And it's a and everyone's like super giddy about soccer. I think they're like one of the first teams within MLS. So they've yeah, been around. They They've been around forever, you know, so and it, and it's really cool to see, like, even when you're watching the game, you kind of get to see, like, the local perspective of it. You really get to see kind of like the um, love affair that of the team for for the Timbers. And, yeah, it, it's really cool to see that, dude. You know, it's really awesome to see that, like, even, even for a team that's in last place in their conference. Yeah. That's like, cool. Literally, like, everyone always tells us, like, yeah, it's very hard to get tickets. Like, you know, like, you'd, you'd have to get them, like, on, like, StubHub and, like, most of the big games, like, the big rivals and all that stuff is always sold out. You'll be spending, like, hundreds of bucks just to get your hands on on a ticket. So, yeah, so like, for general admission, it looks like it's, like, 31 bucks. But then if you want to be anywhere, like, close, you're looking at 58 to 70 to 125 and maybe it was just forty. Yeah, maybe it was just like the I game mean, that we went that's to. That's a lot, though. Think yeah. about like where we sat for the for like RSL twenty bucks. Game. Yeah, yeah, for twenty bucks. And I think it was also the fact that it was like, hey, it's the reopening of the stadium. It's L.A. Galaxy, you know, and all that stuff. Oh, so yeah. that's who they played was the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. The the cool that's part. Yeah. No. No, he didn't. The cool part was was just to see the culture of it, right? Like oh, yeah. it was awesome to see. Like I didn't think that the soccer. It was kind of like it kind of like pushed me back a little bit because I didn't think the soccer culture in the U.S. was like that. Like, don't get me wrong. It's nothing It's nothing like Europe and it's nothing like other countries, but it is 
it's really cool to see how big it is, you know, like it's, it's, it's such a big deal here and it's, and it kind of like gets me giddy and it gets me excited to see like the future of the MLS to see like how much MLS can grow, you know? And we even went to, um, I went to a Real Solid game against LA Galaxy last Wednesday. Um, yeah. Fuck. We got bucket seats or not bucket seats. We got, um. Got up. It wasn't when. Oh, it was Wednesday. Or was it Tuesday? Well, what's hey. the uh, the seats where you have like the rooms and all that stuff again? Uh, what are those called? I don't know. The rich people section. Yeah, yeah. The rich people section. We wow. got to sit there. We got to treat ourselves to like, some really fine foods. Well, Shit. Peter, yeah. I'm looking at prices right now, and they have a game on the 29th, and I'm ready to go. I got Let's my do new, it. I got my new fucking pullover or my my yeah. warm up. The the pride warm ups. Those are pretty yeah. sick. Those turned out really sick. Those but pride unis are sick. I think what would be good is if we, when we post on Instagram, if we post like the pictures of all the stuff that we experienced. So like if we have any pictures, yeah, we like need to do their, yeah, we'll do a culture, better job of that. Um, like like you said, show a picture of the stadium in Nashville, and then like if you have like an example of, you know, some of the Portland people, that'd be dope. Yeah, yeah, that's and all in all, like I think it's just to me what's really awesome is just to see the culture. Like I've seen you you see it in Salt Lake, you know, but I think. Portland and um, Oregon as a whole, like the, the soccer culture is much better. And it's kind of refreshing to see that, you know, like you're seeing it, it's very interesting because you're starting to see that pendulum swing between sports, especially in the U.S. Like the popularity of soccer is growing and growing. And, you know, for a lot of people that we've talked to that said like, yeah, Timbers are a bigger deal than the Trailblazers. Like these are locals that are saying that and like. That just that in itself is proof within the pudding to see that like soccer is a growing sport within the U.S. and it's going to be really cool to see the progression, especially within MLS. Well, if you think about it, like even between us, like I'm always saying, hey man, let's make sure we can catch like the mm-hmm. the Real game. It's just you know you have to get behind it and show your support, you know, and that's the only way for the sport to grow. And again, like from. Uh, watching Premier League and Champions League, like I definitely have a new appreciation for it, and I think that's how you start to get better players in the U.S. in those leagues uh, or in the MLS, and I think that just makes soccer better overall. Well, I mean, we've talked about it, dude. Like we are in the midst of that pendulum swing. We are in the midst of starting to see more and more people play soccer. The popularity of soccer is growing, even just women's soccer, dude. Mm-hmm. Like. It's really awesome to see like how our like the US is really backing the women's national team. Even the, like they're heavy favorites too. Oh, they won their first 13. game they, they won like 13 and nothing. 13 and nothing. Did you hear that they were scrutinized for that? Uh, I think that's a bunch of bullshit. I think it is too because it's like well, It's a professional sport and, like and you can't compete yeah, and yeah. if you and if you can't keep up and they kick your ass yeah, 13 just, nothing. It's like saying like, "Hey, you're taller than me, you should give me a 5 5 second head start or you're faster than me, you should give me a 5 second." No, like that's just not how sports work. Like, you either good, you're either good or you're not. You yeah. either win or you lose. You know, it doesn't matter how you win. It doesn't matter how you lose. You know, that I mean, that's just my opinion. But yeah. But again, like, it's just really cool to see like how the U.S. is. You know, it, I know we didn't make it in the World Cup last year, and um, it, it was definitely demoralizing. But you can see like when you go to the bars and you watch a game, like the bars are freaking packed, you know. And what do you think it'll take for U.S. soccer, for men's U.S. soccer, to become good again? Because I mean, a lot of young like, players right now. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I don't think they're like, I don't think they've ever been really good. 
You know, they've always just been kind of like flirting with being good. Mm -hmm. I don't think they've ever been through that like flesh threshold of like, yeah, like let's take these guys seriously. And I know that's kind of sounds a little fucked up of me to say. Like, I think the U.S. of they've had some good squads here and there, but I think right now, like I think we've touched on on past episodes. Right now, like our third, fourth, maybe even fifth best athlete is playing soccer. Yeah, and what I'm saying, like within the pendulum swing, is like. Once you see like our one, two, or or three third best athletes start playing soccer, you're gonna see U.S. soccer become even better and better and better. Like I always say, dude, I always tell people, I'm like, imagine a running back in the NFL if he was if he played soccer and he developed a touch and it developed a sense for for soccer, like they would be an incredible forward. Yeah. You know, especially with how fast some of these guys oh. run, if they can control their speed and if they can control and if they can control the touch that they have on the ball and then control the speed with the ball, like it's lights out, dude. Like I think the US would be like one of the best teams in the world. Yeah. Maybe that's me being naive and maybe that and I will say that's a form of naiveness for me as well, but I right now like the moral of the story is like our third or be- third or fourth best athletes are playing soccer. Yeah. Yeah. And we're in the midst of that swing and once that swing fully transitions, I think you're going to start seeing it's not that we're not competitive, but you'll start seeing a way more competitive soccer, uh, U.S. soccer team from the men's side. Yeah. Again, yeah. the women's, for example, like the best athletes are playing soccer mm-hmm. on our women's side. And you're and they're heavy. They won it four years ago and they're heavy favorites to win it again this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially what they've been showing, too. It's, exactly. That's crazy. Um, yeah, man, it's... Uh, it's funny to think like the different experiences that we have with sports. Um, like I said, going to Nashville, I wanted to do that. And then you were, you were even texting me when you were in Portland uh, about the Timbers and shit like that. And then, you know, I, I it's was like talking- a pride possession for the, for, for the city too. Yeah. Like the Timbers are very like, it, I, I think the best way to describe it, it's like pride. Like yeah. they're very proud of the Timbers and they're very proud of like, that atmosphere when you go to that stadium everyone always talks about like how awesome it is there like you got to go there you got to experience that atmosphere it's unlike anything in the mls and it's like i get it and i i didn't even have to go to a game we didn't even go to the game and i could tell that like that love affair is there yeah and so i'm going to be going to the michigan notre dame game this year and i'm curious to see like how that is that's like one of the biggest rivalries in all of sports so and it's going to be at Michigan. So I'm super. Bro, it's just going to that going going to that stadium in itself. Going to Ann Arbor to see that that's going to, to be see nuts, 117,000 people in uh, yeah. one fishbowl. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, so that's something that I'm looking forward to as well as just that experience and being able to see like college football at its finest. Like there's a lot of history there. You know, there's a lot of people like my dad grew up there, knew both teams really well. So just excited to like go there with him and then like. I, I can't even I don't even know what to expect to be honest with you because like we go to the Utah games they're dope though Utah games are really dope but I I don't know that I've been anywhere where I've seen at least yet because I haven't like been to any games in the south or anything like that but I don't know that it necessarily compares right like one of my buddies who works down in Georgia at one of the golf clubs down there said you know during during football season on a Saturday afternoon oh, it, it is you- empty 
It's empty because yeah, people can you are... imagine just the Bulldogs up in Athens, Georgia? Like, yeah. oh, oh, that's gonna be that would be crazy. Oh yeah, any of them. I think to me that's what makes sports so interesting. Like going to those live events. I know everyone's like, oh, the TVs are so good now. You have HD. Like they cover all the angles. It's still like I don't care what anyone says. It's nothing like actually going to a sporting event. Even going to that Real Salt Lake game, that was so much fun. Even though they got destroyed, like it's just that Did live. They? Yeah, they got destroyed. God, I think it was like three zero. LA's sorry. really good though, dude. Yeah. LA's like their favorites to win it. Yeah. But even even regardless, dude, it's just that atmosphere. Like you can't like you can't explain it. You can't replicate it. Like. <sighs> It's honestly some, and and when I say LA, I'm saying LAFC, not LA Galaxy. I'm still not used to the two LA yeah, teams. I, I know in LAFC, this is only their second year. Yeah, and they were pretty damn good last year too. Mm-hmm. But yep. but yeah, dude, it's just that atmosphere, dude. Like you can't replicate, it and there's just something so dope about it, you know. Like, and I even know for you too, it's like enjoying it with your kid, enjoying it with like your friends and all that stuff. It's just like there's nothing like it, dude. Oh yeah, and you can tell like that's. Like, Cannon, when we take him to baseball games, he's, like, super hyped to go. And, like, this year I want to take him to some Utes games as well. I think maybe a Jazz game or two this year, too. But those are always just damn late for for how yeah, it is. Maybe, I, like, a weekend game. I heard the NBA is working on that. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just get – they're too late, man. I mean, they start at, like, 8. Yeah, 8.30 sometimes. Yeah, which so. is just crazy. Like, he would fall asleep over there. I mean, I even told you, too, like – my experience in Germany, dude, going to go see Bayern versus Dortmund, Bayern München versus Borussia Dortmund, dude, that was like, I never in my wildest dreams did I, did I ever think that I was going to do that. That, like, it's still to this day is like one of the greatest things I've ever done. I'm and it was a sporting event. I'm still waiting to go to a Tottenham game. They came out with their home matches for, oh, the, for the next season. Yeah, we should, yeah, we need to look at that and see... And get tickets. You don't even know when you're going. I do you, know where I'm going. You can't ever tell September me. September 1st. September 1st. Peter. See, here he is. September trapping him 1st. in a corner. Here we go. Trapping him in a corner. Let's look at September 1st. Anyways, what else are we talking about? Yeah, we'll about? figure it out. Let's transition, bro. Speaking of the jazz, speaking of basketball, our um, the, friends up north. Yep. Neighbors, little brothers. I know a lot of Canadians don't appreciate me saying that, but um, yeah, our little brothers won the title. I think this is the yeah, it is the first time a not uh, yeah, first time the Raptors have won, and first time a non-American team has won the NBA title. I think that in itself is really cool, and I think also like since we've been talking about sporting events in general, how it's been really dope to see like the fan affair that the city and the country of Canada has had towards the Raptors. Mm-hmm. It, it, honestly, like not only is the entire stadium filled, but they have filled. They have like this the area, yeah, outside of the stadium, and they called like how dope of a name is that, dude? Oh, Jurassic yeah. Park, fucking awesome. But they have this area called Jurassic Park, and it's always filled. Yep, and I think like. What was it statistically? It was like 1.5 or like 2.5, somewhere around there. Million people showed up to the parade today. It was like the largest uh, per, like championship parade in history. Really? I didn't know that. That in itself is fucking. I think it's like 1.5. I think or 1.2. I don't think it's. I don't think it hit two million. But like in it itself, like 
that in itself is so fucking dope. And just to see the fan affair and like how everyone gravitates to, I have a bunch of like relatives in Canada and like everyone was just so constantly messaging me about it, constantly telling me about it. Like it's just been, it's honestly just been so badass to see that. Like just, it just shows you like how impactful sports can be and how awesome that is for a city. And in this case for a freaking country. Oh yeah. And it's crazy, dude. It looks like someone actually there was uh, yeah. shots fired. Today. Four shots. Damn, that's if I remember crazy. correctly. But we're looking at some of those pictures right now. Like it's that's bazonkers, dude. That's so crazy. Tons of people. The the thing about it uh, for me, um, I'm actually hyped that it was the Raptors that won. Yeah, we're and sick what, of the Warriors. I'm gonna be dead fucking honest with you, bro. I'm sick of them. I'm not necessarily sick of the Warriors, but... You Trace! Can, but you can always count on the Warriors to, like, win it every year. Like, you can't count them out. And then with the injuries that they had with KD going down, he didn't even play for most of the playoffs, and then Clay Thompson in the third quarter of that game six, it, I mean, it, that just... It's tough to, like, come back from those. But that doesn't, like, take anything away from what the Raptors did. Like, they, yeah. played, they played better than them. They had more enthusiasm. They had more fucking drive. Like, you could just see it in the way that, like, the shots was, they were taking. It was like a team spirit, dude. Oh, like, yeah. it literally felt like it, it was awesome to see. Like, you could tell that it was, like, a brotherhood. They were all very close. They hung out. Like, and you can tell they're doing it for one another. And it was really dope to see, like, a team that didn't have three superstars win it and it was like these three people like pascal siakam game one was the big hero Kawhi leonard in game game three and four was a big impact cal Lowry made a big impact in those road games and then danny green made an impact in game four to win it and then in the Even very Serge last Ibaka, game Serge yeah Serge Ibaka, Ibaka game four like yeah. killed it dude like yeah. offensive rebounds he had a double double um, and then even, like, the hero for, like, you'd think Kawhi Leonard was the hero in game six. He wasn't. Like, he didn't even make a bucket in the fourth quarter. Van Fleet. Fred yeah. Van Fleet was the hero off the bench. Made multiple three-pointers in the fourth quarter to win it. I think, to me, that is what makes this Toronto team so special is the fact that it wasn't just... Yes, don't get me wrong. Kawhi Leonard averaged, like, 28 points, if not more points, uh, in the series and he just straight up balled and he ended up making a buzzer beater to, to actually take him to the NBA finals against Milwaukee and there's like the guy literally did magic for the Raptors but it literally took the entire team to beat the Warriors not only Kawhi was the one that was producing it was you know one night like we talked about one night it was Larry that put up 27 points Van Fleet you know, like some crazy three-pointers that allowed them to win that game six. And then Siakam in game one, you had, Siakam you know. Siakam had a good game in game six as yeah, well. Yeah. He's just like so big. And it's, strong got past Draymond Green a few times. Like That to me is what made it so fun to watch is, you know, it was this not only was it the superstar that showed up, but even when the superstar didn't show up, is like the like Van Fleet. Just balled out in the in the, in the fourth quarter in Game Six, allowed them to win it. Well, good. I'm glad Drake made it onto the fucking float. Yeah, well, he's a big part of the team, dude. He averaged zero points and uh, zero rebounds and zero assists. That's yeah. big, dude. I actually, really, I know a lot of people are like, kind of like you know butthurt about the whole Drake thing, but like I actually really enjoyed it, dude. I loved it. I loved seeing his fandom for you know 
Canada and his fandom for Toronto. He's always been a huge Toronto fan. So it's like, what are people expecting? Yeah, but you've heard of the Drake curse, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Where he wears all these fucking jerseys and then all those teams. The curse is over, baby. And it's awesome to see, like, it's awesome just to see, like, the turnaround Kawhi Leonard had. You know, like, he went from, like, being like, oh, man, he's not playing. He should be playing. He's faking his injury, this, this, and that. And Spurs to winning an NBA title, to be doing it for the team, doing it for, like, it's just been really cool to see that. I wouldn't even say it's a redemption story, you know, but, like, it's good to see, like, that bounce back he has had. And not only that, it's just, like, the guy is, like, you're seeing this guy become a legend. Like, you're seeing this guy, you know, in the conversations now of being the best player. Like, he has stopped two, three dynasties of happening, two, three-peats of happening. One with Miami four years ago, and then now with the Warriors. Look at Danny Green's hair. How dope is that? And also, we've totally forgot about Danny Green. Danny Green showed up big in, in game four, you know, one of the big parts of winning that game four but you know like again leonard didn't even have a big role to play in game six in the fourth quarter he actually had zero points yeah no i mean it was fun to watch like deep inside of me i'm always kind of rooting for the warriors but again i don't really have i don't know why why I, i don't have a team i don't know it's just like they are the best team. They've been the best team, but it was great to Trish. see. But it was great to see a team like the Toronto Raptors come in and beat them. It really was. Yeah. It's also it's really cool to see like someone like Kawhi Leonard coming into his own. Like, what is he going to stay you're, strong? You're st- you're seeing a lot of like his personality come through. You're seeing like him develop as a not only develop as a player, but develop as a star and, and develop as like potentially one of the best players in the world. Do I think he stays? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know, man. I think if he's going anywhere, he's going to go to the Clippers. I There's no way in hell. I know the Lakers are trying to pursue him, but I think there's no way in hell he goes to L.A. There's no way he's going to so play. So why would he go to the Clippers? Uh, because it's. Ve- I think it's a very similar situation to uh, what, he's, what he has in Toronto. I think he either stays or he goes to the Clippers. Clippers are a very good team. They're right there, and I think he has the potential of pushing them over the top, just like what he did for the Raptors, right? Um, The Clippers have some very good pieces. They made it very far in the playoffs. They actually made it to game six against the Warriors. Yeah. Um, So they're a very good team. You know, without him, they're a very good team. And I think he's the type of person that meshes well with the Clippers because it's like, it's more of a team thing with him. It's not he, he like he had this really good quote where he's like, "I don't care about the fans. I'm not playing for the fans. I'm playing to win. I you know I don't care about my points. I I only hit, care about helping my team win." And the Clippers mentality, the 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 mindset the Clippers have is that in it itself. So I think in, in because of that he fits very well with that structure, and it's also a great coach within Doc Rivers. But I do think he's going to end up staying. I think he's going to end up signing like a two year contract. There's no way he does a max. Um, I think he's signing like a two year contract uh, with the option to opt out in year one. Um, but I don't think he's going to the Lakers. And I think if there's any place that he ends up going, it's going to be the Clippers. The Clippers. How about it, dude? The Clippers making the shift between... Who would have ever thought that the Clippers would be better than L.A., especially this year? I don't know, man. The Lakers are picked to uh, win it all, according to Vegas. That happens all the time, dude. I don't know why Vegas has like this crazy fascination with the Lakers. Every year, I feel like the... But they did get Anthony Davis. Yeah, but they... 
They gave up some. Big they gave pieces. up a lot of pieces. Like Lakers fans, but that puts them in a position to win now. Yeah, Lakers fans should be cheering. And if I was in the position to pull the trigger on Anthony Davis, I would have done it in a heartbeat. But I would not be cheering. There's still a lot of work to be done from the Lakers' point of view within free agencies. They have a lot of holes that need to be filled. That's what she said. A lot of holes <laughs> that need to be. Hey, yeah. Again, a lot of holes that need to be filled to make sure that that team can compete for a title. They don't have a point guard right now. They'll find one. LeBron's recruiting. You know yeah, what it is. I mean, yeah. No, no. Yeah, they'll definitely find one. They have the cap space to, to, to make it happen. But I do think that, you know, it's no time to cheer if you're a Laker fan. You still got a lot of work to do before that season starts, especially within free agency. And, and talking about, like, experiences, right? Going to a Lakers game. That was oh, pretty yeah. dope. Yeah. Tell us about your Lakers experience. That was back. You got during... a little litty titty, right? Yeah. I mean, why not? It was fucking Christmas vacation. Um, yeah. Not saying there's anything wrong with was that. Was it a Lakers game during Christmas vacation? And was I LeBron know. playing? No, he was hurt. Oh, it was like nice. right when he got hurt. Oh, fuck. And uh, I, I've seen LeBron a few times. LeBron. But I mean, whenever you have the chance to see LeBron, you definitely oh, yeah. want to have it. But. Um, Man, it was cool. Because you know how, like, they black out the rest of the stadium and That's, the lights are only dude, on the court? That like, is the thing that I love about the Lakers. Yeah. I think that is so fucking cool. It was a cool experience. And then we got to sit in, like, some pretty dope, like, box seats that my brother-in-law... Box like, seats. That's what it's called. Yeah. Box seats. My brother-in-law, his company paid for. And, uh, dude, it was an awesome experience. Like, it was, it was really fantastic. What's, like... Uh, like, what's the atmosphere, like, around the arena? Um, I mean, everyone is super proud of the Lakers. Um, a- anywhere you go down there, dude, someone is, like, repping Lakers stuff. And then even just around there, they have, like, little bars and stuff around the Staples Center. And Did you ever get, like, um, like a consensus on, like, how they feel about LeBron? Oh, pe- people love LeBron, dude. Because I've been hearing, like, Laker fans have been kind of, like, People, I mean, Laker fans, I think they're fucking spoiled, number one. And I think they are, like, dude, cut him some slack. He joined a very shitty team in year one. like, And, and he knew he was going to Yeah, and he knew that it wasn't going to go anywhere. And if he didn't get injured, they probably would have made the playoffs. And mm-hmm. God knows what could have happened. There's no way they would have made it that far. But still, you know, like, you have LeBron James on your team. Because yeah. they, they were, they were before he got injured, they were, I think they're sitting at number four or around four. They were definitely in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they had people to make moves. Um, Lonzo Ball is just fucking ugliest shot in the NBA. And yeah. Fucking, I actually really like Kyle Kuzma. And he's Utah. Gonna be, he's going to be staying there. Brandon Ingram's gone. Lonzo's uh, gone. And then Hart, uh, Josh yeah, Hart Josh is, gone, is gone. And then three picks, ex- yep. including the number four pick. Yep. Yep. So... They're putting a lot of faith in uh, Anthony Davis, yeah. but I, that's I, a lot. That's a lot of pieces that are going to be gone. But, but if you're Rondo's top, gone too, and but if you're yeah. a top point guard and you're looking at teams that have open spots, you can think of like a Chris Paul maybe because he wants out of Houston apparently. Like imagine Chris Paul there. That would be pretty sick. You know, you know who I think the 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 Lakers should get who Rubio. Yeah. Rubio is a free agent. I think Rubio would fit. Perfectly and they, with the and Lakers. They can get him cheap. 
and they can get him cheap, and then you can get Rubio, which will run your point. You don't need Rubio to score. You got LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah, he just needs this to time, move la- the ball around. dude, he like he is gonna he is gonna make life so easy for LeBron James and Anthony Davis. He can make the right decision at the right time. And I know LeBron's gonna run point from time to time, but like even if you get him to like run the second unit, like I think Rubio's a, a clear cut option for them. Um, because I think he's just going to make it, he's going to make life so much easier for Anthony Davis and LeBron, more so Anthony Davis, because LeBron can dictate the ball. But let's, let's think about it too. Like two years ago, or even a year ago before Anthony Davis got injured, everyone was talking about how he is the best player in the world. They weren't talking about Kevin Durant. They were talking about Anthony Davis, like that versatile, how the versatile, how versatile he is as an athlete and as an NBA player is ridiculous. Like just because he missed majority of the season, I think a lot of people are underestimating how freaking good he is. The casual fans, not not the the uh, aggressive fans. The question is, do you have people like Lonzo Ball, who obviously is always in the media because of his dad, and the um, brand Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram? Do they go to New Orleans to? Uh, do they go to make something out of their career? Yeah, or do they go there to die. Like well, because, I mean, I mean what, what has really come out of um, New Orleans other than Anthony Davis? I, I mean, if the um, well, I, Zion, yeah. Zion's coming. Well, that that was going to be my point too. Like, I mean, let's be honest; they're picking Zion Williamson first, the first pick overall. Like, you don't even have to. We don't even need to like do the whole thing for it. You don't even think if someone yeah. makes a trade. No, to, there's to no that. way. There is no way in hell unless Zion himself goes to the Pelicans and say, I do not want to play there, blah, 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 you know, then I could see it. But, but no. there's no way in hell, like he is like the next LeBron. There's no way in hell that I would, as as the general manager of the Pelicans, that I would not pick him. But even with, with that said, like if they keep their core unit intact right now, like Pelicans got a pretty damn good team. And mm-hmm. then they're going to have a I think, rookie I think, that's most likely going to win rookie of the year. I think both sides won in the deal. Like, yeah. yeah, the Lakers are giving up a lot. But, again, it puts them in a position to win now. I agree with and that. Then, that's a good point. And then the Pelicans, it's more to build, like, an overall team together. Like, the, a lot of young talent. Yeah. They have a lot of people that can come up together and start to win games. And, uh, I don't know, make it pretty far in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, let's think about it this way, dude. Like, within the next two to three years if they can keep that nucleus intact within the next two to three years pelicans could be real like they could be a really good team like i'm not saying that they're going to contend for the championship but i think they can they're going to have a stacked very deep team and i don't know like you you never know what's going to happen with lonzo he's still developing you never know what's going to happen with brandon ingram he's still developing himself he had a pretty good season this year too so, yeah, I think the sky's the limits for the Pelicans, and I think for the Lakers, this is the right move because you need to win now. LeBron's, old, LeBron's only getting older, and you need to increase all your chances of winning right now, not for tomorrow. Yep, I agree. I agree. <sighs> I'm yeah. fucking winded, bro. Yeah, it's because you're getting heavy. You're still working on that whiskey, too. Yeah, dude, I am, I am struggling with these hips. These hips? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, on that note, while I um, worry about my hips and uh, Breck focuses on keto, we will see you next time. Sports Project. You can find us on Instagram at the underscore sports project. And you can listen to us on all your social, on social, 
on all your podcasting platforms. Peace out, that. friends. Uh, say something, friends. Come on. <laughs>